Hello and welcome to the Mona Lisa Soul Podcast. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you for being here. My name is Carolina and I will be your host in this space created for you and me to discover the principles of greatness together. This podcast will be full of stories about mastery, determination and resilience. Stories of people like you and me that prove that we all have the power to unlock our full potential and go from ordinary to masterpieces. The name of today's episode is Conversations with the Inner Critic. And it's very special for me because uh, it's been recorded just after returning from a vacation to my hometown in Colombia. A vacation that was relaxing, challenging, and transformational all at the same time. For those who are unaware, I live in Munich, Germany, but I'm originally from Medellin, Colombia. And even though Medellin is hundreds of kilometers away from Germany, and I have been living in Europe for almost nine years, Medellin is still the place I call home. I try to go home at least once a year. So this trip was just part of a yearly routine. However, this was the first time in many years that I was there without having a permanent job waiting for me in Europe. And while it feels fantastic to be able to choose what to do with my time and just hop on a plane to visit family and friends, I misjudge how easily my current circumstances will spark my fears about money and success. I underestimated how much my inner critic will love this setup. Yet, as a result of uh, all the emotions I've experienced in the last month, I was able to embark on a deep reflection process that inspired this podcast episode. An episode that feels very personal, but that I decided to record hoping that my new perspectives can be useful to you on your own journey as well. For those who are listening to the podcast for the first time, it may be useful to know that once upon a time I used to work for a large automotive company, but then I decided to quit my job and start the Mona Lisa Soul project. This was not an easy decision to make, but I believe it was necessary. For many years, I felt a strong calling toward entrepreneurship but I was not really in a hurry to take the step. To be honest, everything was going well with my corporate career. I was still learning a lot of new things and developing professionally. But at some point, I started to notice that my ego was feeding off the persona I built around my corporate career. So I figured out that the longer I waited, the harder it would be to make a step. And once I understood that one of my missions on this planet was to help others fulfill their potential, it was easier to convince myself to jump out of the corporate world and build something where I could satisfy both my desire to be an entrepreneur and my life purpose. I know it sounds very romantic, but being an entrepreneur is a bumpy, lonely ride. 
We all know that entrepreneurship requires a lot of hard work, dedication, and resilience. Still, what is not so obvious is that it demands that we start looking at our inadequacies. And this comes with facing very deep fears and confronting things that uh, one may have avoided for many years. In my case, my recent trip to Colombia forced me to confront the emotional consequences of no longer having that corporate identity, which uh, over the years became a very important source of validation for me. It was uh, sort of a symbol of my worthiness. And I kind of knew that I would have to deal with this once I was out of my corporate job, but I was not aware of how attached I was still to this identity. And to be very honest, I was overwhelmed with fear and anxiety when I first began to realize this. This was amplified by the fact that whenever I go back home, it feels like uh, traveling into the past. Things haven't changed much over there, and this certainly triggers many memories and wounds that are not always easy to deal with. To paint the picture, in my town there are still the same people with the same jobs, living in the same houses and having the same conversations over and over and over. I've been struggling with that since I was a child. I knew from a young age that I wanted to explore the world, discover different cultures, learn languages, and build an international career. And to be honest, I always struggled with the fact that there were not many like-minded people around me. Quite the opposite. I always found uh, a strong resistance to change and... It was basically up to me to figure out a way out of this town. Anyways, long story short, I ended up in Europe because I got a scholarship from the Colombian government to carry out my master's studies abroad. After my master's, I found a job in Germany and my career officially started. For many years, I have been quite proud of that career. It was my big achievement and it was a way for me to say to the world, it's possible, you just need to dare to imagine it, build a plan and then execute it. But there I was, coming back to Colombia without that very important piece of my identity, that validation of my word, and being exposed to many reminders of the life I tried to escape It was just the perfect setup for my inner critic to be triggered. And after a couple of days, she made her appearance. It wasn't a smooth entry though. This time she was very loud from the very beginning. My inner critic loves to believe that with Mona Lisa Soul and my coaching practice, I am starting from scratch in a completely unrelated field. By the way, I started business. And when she wants to be mean, she repeats things like, you are not good enough, you are not smart enough, you are not talented enough, you are not patient enough, you are not ready yet, etc., etc., etc. 
on a bad day she can mess with me and make me forget all the progress I've made in the previous months. But when I manage to gain control over the conversation, I can objectively pull out all the evidence that proves that this journey has been more than rewarding. And reaching important personal milestones, learning new skills that I always wanted to develop, meeting amazing people, and most importantly, helping these people unlock their potential. If you ever try something new, I'm sure you are familiar with this voice. This little voice inside our heads that likes to chime in with uh, negative self-talk and criticism. And of course, this is not the first time I have to deal with my inner critic. We have uh, a long history together. But knowing how important it's to be in a positive mental space to cope with uh, all that comes with being an entrepreneur, I decided to sit down at the table with my inner critic and have a long overdue conversation with her. I want to remark that I don't want my inner critic to go away since she's an important compass for me, but I felt that I had to create new roles and boundaries for our interaction when certain emotions arise. Reflecting on it, the reason why this conversation didn't happen before is that in the past, I always tried to evade these emotions. I used to make 1,000 plans so that I could keep myself busy and escape from unpleasant things. But this time I realized that I could use my coaching skills to start looking at things with curiosity. And for the first time in many years, I decided to just let things be without judgment or resentment without feeling the responsibility or the need to fix everything and everyone around me, but just flowing and observing. When I made that decision, I felt like something was unlocked. From that moment on, I started to let go of the self-imposed pressure of proving my worth to others. At the end of the day, there is nothing to be proven, not even to myself. This automatically gave a break to my inner critic and dramatically improved the quality of the interactions I was having with the people around me. I was no longer playing an ego game, but just having conversations from human to human. And in most of these conversations, I started to notice that people were really interested in my journey to Europe. Regardless of me being at home, at the hairdresser, or at the dentist, people wanted to talk about the same thing. They wanted to know how I made it. They wanted tips on how to immigrate to another country. I don't believe in coincidences, and I realized the universe wanted me to think of how many things have happened since I left, how much I have learned from all the challenges I had to face in this journey, and how much these experiences and lessons have prepared me to climb the mountain I'm climbing right now. 
the universe wanted me to finally have that conversation with my inner critic so that I could move forward with my dreams and projects. And talking about moving forward, something caught my attention as I was talking about my own experience with these people who wanted to immigrate. I started noticing a lot of resistance whenever I talk about the importance of uh, learning another language as part of the main things to consider when one wants to embark on this adventure. In Colombia, it is not common for people to be bilingual. And it became very clear to me that this often triggered the inner critic of my counterparts. I heard things like, I tried so many times in the past to learn languages, but I always failed. I'm not talented. I don't have anyone to practice with, etc., etc., etc. But then... Release of the obligation to prove anything to anyone. I was able to open up and admit to these people that I wasn't that fluent in languages either when I first arrived in Europe. And it felt so liberating to say that out loud. Today, that's a good anecdote. But actually, I still remember my first day in Europe, standing in the train station where I was supposed to take the train to France which was the last leg of my trip, and feeling a deep sense of regret. The cold, the indifferent faces of people passing by, and the gray sky all added to my misery. But things got really bad when I tried to ask for help to move my three suitcases, and people couldn't understand what I was trying to say neither in French nor in English or in Spanish. I remember that I started to cry, wondering if leaving my comfort zone was worth it. Then I started to ask myself, would I be able to communicate? Would I be able to adapt to this new culture? Would I make any friends? Would I be able to understand what my classmates or teachers are saying? All of those questions were adding to the weight of my suitcases. I wish I could simply be teletransported back to Medellin. But since that was not an option and I was very tired of traveling, I decided to board the train and ended up in France. And that decision made all the difference in my life. Already then, I realized that focusing on the size of the mountain to climb was not getting me anywhere. It will just make my inner critic and my anxiety get out of control. And I will end up reactively giving up on one of the most important dreams of my life. So I decided to take things slowly, one step at a time. Then objective number one became to be able to introduce myself. Objective number two, comprehend the material of the lessons. Objective number three, integrate with the group. Objective number four, being confident with public speaking. 
that one was already quite ambitious given my level of English back then. And it took a while, but anyway, little by little, I built a skill. And more than that, I learned that anything can be learned. Remembering that was a big thing for me. It made me reflect on the fact that we are in different phases of different journeys. Sometimes we are beginners and sometimes we are experts. But regardless of where we are, what matters is what we believe about ourselves and how consistently we are showing up for what matters the most to us. Also, after digesting the story I just told you, my inner critic and I concluded that the secret has never been to be special, smart, or talented. Instead, the secret was always to embrace failure and fear as part of the process. It's all about dreaming big, believing that one can start in a small and acting today. The secret is doing everything you can and then letting go of any expectations, because only at that point, life is going to surprise you. And all the effort is going to compound. Another thing that my inner critic and I concluded and would like you to take away from today's episode is that talent is overrated. As a matter of fact, the idea of talent is one of the most dangerous myths that humans have created. It is the perfect, non-perfect excuse to do nothing. It's a dream killer because it outsources our power to circumstances that we cannot control, but instead end up controlling us. There is a quote from Henry Ford that says, whether you think you can or you think you cannot, you're right. And I love this quote because it challenges us to believe that we have more power over the things that happen to us than we think. We are meaning-making machines, constantly creating stories. Most of the time, these stories are not based on facts, but on our very own limited perception of reality, a reality that only a few people are able to question. Sometimes it's easier to convince ourselves that we are not good enough or that we aren't ready to start what we want to start, instead of putting in the hard work to accomplish what we want. The truth is that uh, we often see books or videos with titles such as The 10 Secrets of Wealth or 5 Steps to Go from Zero to Hero. Sometimes they provide useful information, but um, very often they are just vague and leave us with uh, the false impression that things are easier than they look. But nothing worth having comes easy. Big things take time. And the problem is that we live in a culture that doesn't reward the process, but only focuses on outcomes. And when we hit reality and open up that space for our inner critic to intervene, we tend to believe that we are the ones who are not capable 
and end up dropping the project or just giving up on our dreams. But when we focus on the journey instead of the end result, we can recognize that the process of learning and growing is way more important than the goal itself. And we become more resilient in the face of challenges and setbacks. What matters is to build momentum, start and keep on showing up no matter what. Progress over perfection. And this is exactly the reason why it's so important to learn how to interact with our inner critic and maybe redefine the relationship that we have with him or her. Just as a captain must navigate difficult waters and steer their boat to safety, talking to your inner critic requires being in command of your thoughts and steering them towards self-confidence, towards rewarding the journey and not the outcome, towards acknowledging yourself for showing up despite the fear and uncertainty. And once you master this, you will have a stronger sense of control and a clear understanding of how to navigate through challenges to reach your destination. Anyways, you will have those challenges as part of the journey. I would like to close this episode today by inviting you to think about your relationship with your inner critic. What triggers him or her? When is she or he useful? What rules and boundaries would you like to give to him or her? What relationship would you like to build in the future? Once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you liked this episode. It was not easy to record this podcast, but I hope you found at least one of the things I said useful. Next time, we will be talking about growth mindset don't forget to subscribe if you don't want to miss it. If you have any comments, suggestions, ideas, feedback, don't hesitate to let me know. Until next time.